0: It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. We're going right on into our TikTok talk. So we're gonna be starting with Miss Miss Rachel Diaz. You ready? Come
1: on up. Woohoo!
0: Super excited for this guy. So again, gonna be kind of rapid fire. It's actually tougher than you may think to kind of condense something to six minutes. So uh yeah. it's gonna be awesome.
2: We had five minutes before. Now we yeah.
0: have six. Yeah, exactly. That's so okay. you can go long. You can add that extra point. No.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you All right, this one. Okay, Good morning, Radical Church. All right, so if this was a TikTok, it would say, there is purpose in your placement. Like, you know. All right, so I just wanted to say how thankful I am that God placed you all here today. Each and every individual here, God placed you. Um, You guys, you know, you think that you had um, a hand in it, but no, no. Um, You have a divine appointment with God today, and he placed you here. Um, I want to show you guys the importance of placement. So if everybody would please look under your chair. I work with youth, so I work a lot in illustrations. So look under your chair, because someone has a gift card under their chair. All right. So everybody was like, yeah, God placed me here, but why didn't he place me in that Chick-fil-A chair, right? (laughs) So um, I wish I had one for all y'all, because all you guys deserve one for coming in this morning. And you know, it's tough sometimes. We're tired. We work all week. And it's like, no, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to get up, and I'm going to go where God has me. Um, Another illustration I have today Are these water bottles, okay? Talking about placement. These are the same brand, the same size, right? One you can get at Costco for 50 cents, the other at Disneyland is gonna cost you five bucks. All right? So placement is important, right? Very, very important. Um, God desires to put you in a place where He knows that purpose can happen in your life. Okay. um, so much of the time, we try to place ourselves. I have heard people over and over and over in this last year tell me, I'm going to move. We're moving. We're moving. um, Because people are constantly looking for a place. And what I want you guys to realize today is that you are already placed where God has you, Um, whether it's at your job. In your family, I know they're crazy. My family's crazy, too. Um, God's placed you there for a reason. And God has placed you here at Radical Church, whether you're online or in in the chairs today, you are here for a reason. Genesis 2.15 says this, the Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and to watch over it. Okay. See, first comes the placement, and then comes the purpose. I bet you that Adam was like, why am I here? What is going on? I'm just here, you know. And God says, no, you're going to tend, and you're going to watch over what I, what I have for you. So what is it? If you're a mama, your children were placed in your care for a reason. If you're a dad, they're placed in your care for a reason. We are to tend and to take care of where we are placed. Okay, if it's this church, okay, whether it's through giving tithe or if it's tearing down setting up, whether it's in your family, being there when they need you, whether it's at your job, I believe that there is purpose in your placement no matter where you are. If you're stuck in traffic like I was this morning trying to get here for tear down or set up I was like I gotta get there and God was like hey there's some purpose right here there's some purpose right here so I just started to pray that God would speak through all of us today okay that was my purpose so like Emory we moved here last year from California we're sorry we're sorry but If you guys ever want to hear the story, it is a story. It is crazy. I told my mom, she asked me in June of last year, she said, would you ever move to Texas? And I said, "Uh uh-uh, absolutely not, no way ever, ever. And God said, "Uh uh-huh, you want to bet? Okay. so (laughs) me and my husband got sign after sign after sign that God wanted us here, and we had no idea why. And so we decided to put our applications on Indeed. Udi got a job in Austin. We came out here for a training. And um, on our way, on the airplane, we were like, God, where do you want us? Do you want us in Austin? Do you want us in Kyle? Do you wanna, where do you want us? Buda? Like, we're just looking at all these different places. I kid you not, me and my husband are on the airplane, holding hands, praying, coming to a training. And they start singing, Happy Birthday to a boy named Kyle. Let me tell you, if you ask God, he will show you. He will give you purpose, okay? It was spoken that we were going to come and that part of us coming is to build a church and look at what God is doing. Placement, there is purpose in your placement. So I just want to tell you today, you have a divine appointment that you're Your bottoms are in those chairs for a reason. And I want to tell you that God has so much more than you can even imagine. So when you're frustrated, or you're feeling lost, or you're feeling like you need to be placed somewhere, just say, God, I'm here right now. What do you want me to do here now? Thanks.
0: Come on, we give it up for Rachel. That was so good. Come on, purpose in your placement. Hope you are taking notes today, because there are bonus points in heaven if you take notes. I'm pretty sure. So. Uh so I'm so excited to be able to share this next TikTok talk with you guys. For those of you who forgot, again, my name is Courage. Um, and if you have gotten to know me, I hope that you get the assumption that I'm a pretty joyful guy. I do my best. I'm not always joyful, but I do my best. I have to say it because my wife's here and she's like, no, you ain't. So uh, no. so for example, yesterday I got to play golf with some friends. I got to co-play go golf with Jeff, Steven, and Trevor. And uh, y'all may be surprised by this, but I'm a Pretty terrible golfer. <laughs> getting better thanks to some lessons from Jeff. But uh, man, I was just getting frustrated. I was going wide left and wide right, mostly wide right, and never hitting the green. And I was like, Oh my goodness! And then I kind of took a second and thought about it. I'm like, Wow, I am here on a beautiful Saturday playing a game with friends. It was for uh, a benefit with for Kai Alpha, and I'm like golly, like, why am I, uh, why am I focusing on, on the bad? So when I changed my focus to that, it changed my, when I changed, me, what I was focusing on, it changed my attitude. And in life, that's kind of the same thing. What we focus on, we move towards. You know, whenever you're learning aerial awareness and stuff like that, they say, hey, you lead with your head, right? So you look left, your body's going to follow. That's kind of the same thing. What you focus on, You're going to move towards. So I'm going to start with reading a scripture in 2 Chronicles 30, 20 through 23. This actually was laid in my heart even before I found out I was going to be giving this talk. So God responded to Hezekiah's prayer, and he healed the people. We can put a pin in that and just say, amen, come on. We need some of that, right? All the Israelites present in Jerusalem celebrated the Passover for seven days. They celebrated it exuberantly. The Levites and priests praised God day after day, filling the air with praise sounds of percussion and brass, much like our rad worship, come on. Um, And Hezekiah committed the Levites with a superb way in which they led the people in the worship of God. When the feasts and the festival, that glorious seven days of worship, the making of offerings and the praising of God, the God of their ancestors, were over, the tables were cleared, and the floors were swept. But it doesn't end there. They all decided to keep on going for another seven days, so they kept on celebrating, and as joyfully as they began. So if you wanted to put a title on this talk, it would be, Keep on Celebrating, all right? little backstory on this scripture. It had been a while since they had celebrated Passover. A few reasons for that is the priest hadn't made time for it. It just literally says they did not make time for it. Another reason is that people were not in good standing with God to be able to celebrate it. So what we see is that Hezekiah interceded on their behalf. And from there, we see that God heard, and he healed. Okay? So that was an action. God heard and healed. It doesn't say that it changed their physical situation, but what it did, it changed their spiritual situation. Okay, It doesn't say that they got a new herd of donkeys. It doesn't say that they, all their enemies fell dead, or that their stock portfolio went through the roof, or that they got some new promotion at their job. What we see is God had grace, and therefore, they had joy. I want to ask you all today, what is your joy anchored in? I use the word anchored um, specifically. If it's anything but the grace of God or the person of Jesus, it's not joy, but it's happiness, which is wavering in something that can be easily influenced. So I grew up um, in the area and at Canyon Lake, so right down the road, and you know there'd be multiple times a summer that uh, you'd go be going in the middle of the lake, and there would be either one, two, three people sitting there in a tube, just stuck out there. And what had happened is they had been put in, they put in at the shoreline, and they were talking to whatever they were doing, but because they were not tethered, because that they were not anchored down, the wind moved them so far out where so they could not get back, and they needed to be rescued. So if I had put one point today, it's that joy is anchored in God's grace. It's not a reaction to your immediate space, okay? So when our joy is rooted in the grace of God, it gives a foundation to turn to in times of trouble. Obviously, we went through twenty twenty in life, and I try. You know, we we planned a wedding and bought a house in twenty twenty, and oh my goodness, that'll tell you that plans don't always go to plan, right? You're, that what you've got, in, that what you have in mind, is not always what's going to happen. Okay. And so I was trying to think, I, was, I kind of had it done, you know, I kind of had, that was all I had written. And God put on my heart that if you're going to have a spirit of joy, that doesn't just happen when times are good, right? Sometimes joy has to come when times are bad. So joy doesn't always wear a smile because you're not always called to smile all these times. There's sometimes when a smile is may, maybe not be appropriate, but it's sometimes joy is that comforting spirit in the middle of your morning that God was good. He's going to be good and he is still good today. Okay, come on. So there are people here I know that are going through it that are like, joy is the furthest thing from my mind, right? And I'm not trying nor asking you to try to diminish those giants, so to speak, in your life. But what I'm asking you to do is maximize the power of your giant slayer, right? The God who interrupted your funeral had grace on you is keeping you going, right? So when you turn your focus towards that, that makes you have joy, right? That not make you have happiness, because again, happiness is fleeting. That's just an emotion. But joy is a spirit that God has put in you that is a reaction to his supernatural joy. So, in Jesus, in grace, there is power for you to feel that joy in the middle of the hard times, in the middle of maybe losing a loved one or losing your job or whatever it may be, and again, that's not a joy, it's not a smile, hi, blessing, highly favor, everybody. But no, that is something that keeps you moving forward in grace, in Jesus, and it gives you a reason to keep on celebrating. Amen. Amen. All right, we're gonna move on to the next thing, and that's gonna be uh, Miss Page. We're gonna go ahead and play her video we can go ahead and put that on the screen.
4: James 1 tells us to consider it pure joy whenever we face trials of many kinds, because it creates perseverance and the completion of our faith. Rad fam, if we are to fight the good fight, run the race well, to continue doing good, we have to persevere through our trials. It's amazing to see what happens when we do so, because people see Jesus in our lives and the kingdom of God grows. Unfortunately, sometimes we stop ourselves too soon and we don't persevere and find joy in the trials and learn from what God's trying to show us during that time. Thankfully, we can look from people who do persevere, even though they have all the odds stacks against them. Think of the dads and in in the families who are here today, who maybe they're providing for the family, they're setting the example, setting the standard for their home, but they're not sharing all the struggles that they're going through, even our single mom and dads who have a whole other level of things that they have to think through. Think of our black brothers and sisters who experience racism and microaggressions even in the church, and yet they continue sharing the gospel regardless of what they may experience. Unfortunately, women in ministry so many run into um, roadblocks and glass ceilings and misunderstandings and not understand people coming to them assuming that they're on the second tier and not actually leading that particular ministry if they're called to that. And then you've got me, a woman who's a missionary who also has a physical, physical disability. There's so many times where I run into people who give misplaced pity. They automatically assume things about myself, Um, they don't ask questions, and they disregard things that may not be true about myself. And yet, I keep on getting onto the Texas State campus, I keep on loving my students, I keep on educating people about things that when the Holy Spirit tells me to, of course, and I keep on having grace for people. Now how in the world can I do that? How can all these different people in our society continue persevering when there's systems completely stacked against them? And it's because we have the because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we keep on reminding ourselves of that day in and day out. Now what is the joy of the Lord? It's knowing that our salvation and our identity is through Christ. And so every single time I run into situations like this, I know that my identity is rooted in Christ and he says who I am and who, what my value is. Even when I experience weaknesses and sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. I have hand cramps. Things like that happen. I can't reach the top shelf of the grocery store. I know that God is in the, there in my weakness and that's where his strength comes in. So I know that he will, make, he will be strong when I'm weak. There's so many things where I know God's going to come through because I trust him to do so. Now, RadFam, if we are truly to have radical faith, then we need to trust the Lord and have faith and have joy during those trials. It's tough, but with Jesus, we can do it. Now, at the altar call today or after this video, um, I just wanted you to take some time to pray and ask the Lord to show you areas of your life that you need to persevere more in. You need to find more joy in the Lord in areas that you're just ready to give up on areas that you don't know what to do. Allow the Lord into those areas. so That way he can help you and carry the burden. If you don't know Jesus yet, I want to challenge you to think of what your past, your present and your future and all the trials you've experienced would be like if you did have Jesus. If you don't know what that would look like, definitely ask somebody after service. Thank you, RadFam, and I'll see you soon. Man, they are rolling
3: through those fast, right? Woo! Well, good news. Like, so when Trevor asked, um, was asking us to come in and do a, our talk, um, I was all for it. Uh, and then he said, you have five minutes. And he's like, and if you go over the five minutes, we're going to blow an air horn. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But good news is, um, everyone has stayed under five minutes. There's been no air horn. And uh, they've left me extra time. (laughs) No, not, I mean, just, I just now, it's like, I know what I want to say. I know it carries value. Um, But when you put a clock on it, it's like, hurry up, say it really fast, and then be done, and go, I did a good job. But God's not looking for us to do a good job. He's just asking us to be willing to recognize his presence. Um, I think we've already recognized his presence in the room today. Um, I'm so, I like, I really am impressed. Um, I totally believe that every single person could do this. Every single individual in here could do a tick tock talk. talk. Um, Everybody has a different message. And uh, I love so far, like everything that everyone has spoken about our placement, our purpose, our joy. Everyone has a different testimony. So um, I'm just gonna dive right in. First off, if I haven't had the privilege to meet you yet, my name is Michelle. Um, Like my husband mentioned earlier, his name is Jeff. Typically, he is in the back assisting with sound, or he is out and about meeting you. We have been married 26 years. Yes. Uh, Everyone starts calculating then. We got married at 13. Um, We'll just go with that. (laughs) We have the privilege of being the Rad Group directors here at Radical Church And we are just truly grateful to be a part of this family. Really are. I have the privilege of getting to be a part of the amazing worship team. I love worship. I love leading and encouraging others in worship. But even more so, um, I love doing that off stage. I don't need a mic and I don't need a stage to help somebody in their relationship in finding God, pursuing him, and in their beliefs. So today, I want to start with my favorite Christmas movie, The Polar Express. (laughs) If you haven't had the chance to see it yet, it's about a little boy who doesn't believe in Santa and questions if he is real. He is pursued, and along with many others, He's taken on a journey, invited to the North Pole. Ah, I love this part. And he gets a glimpse of the big man himself. Yeah. And then he's given a choice to believe or not believe. Not to give away the end of the story, but he chooses to believe. It changes him. It shifts his perspective towards a holiday, uh, towards an individual, the way he interacts with everyone around him. His belief changes him so much that it overflows and impacts those around us, around him. I say us because we have that same opportunity today and every day. What we choose to believe is powerful. One of the first verses I learned as a child was John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Every day, we have a choice to listen to watch what's happening in our world. Whether it's the news, scrolling through social media, if we're not careful, it becomes our filter. It becomes our truth, what we decide to believe. And we find ourselves, I mean, this is me, I find myself waking up feeling defeated before the day has even begun. Just devastated, hopeless, Doubting, questioning, and, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, I've, I've, I've asked this, you know, could it get any worse? Mm. But if we choose to believe God loves the world, that he sent his only son for us, that we would not perish And let me stop right there. Perish. Does that mean we will never die? We are not immortal. But when we choose to believe, when we choose to believe in God, we no longer live with a cloud of devastation, doubt, defeat, death over us. I'm going to go ahead and have Sadie and Tim come back up. we are able to step into the truth that God is good. God is for us. God loves us. God is in control. God is with us for all eternity. We step out of death out of a parish mentality and into everlasting life. Like the story of the little boy in the Polar Express. He was pursued. He was invited. He was given a glimpse. And he was given a choice to believe. My questions for you today... Do you believe that God loves our world? Do you believe that God is pursuing you right now? That he's inviting you to come in close and have relationship with him? that he is giving you glimpses of him in his word, in our daily lives. What we choose to believe not only affects us, but it impacts those around us. What will you choose to believe today? father we thank you we thank you father that you've given us the choice we thank you that you first chose us not because we were anything fancy not because we were anything great You sacrificed your one and only son. Not to accept us as slaves, but that you may call us blessed. Highly favored. We are your anointed ones. Father, now it's our part. We have to choose to believe that over ourselves. Father, I choose to believe that you are good. I choose to believe that you are for us. I choose to believe that you are with us for all eternity. Lord, I choose to step out of death, to step out of a perish mentality and into your everlasting arms. If y'all wouldn't mind standing, and I'm gonna have Tim just go ahead and sing through this again. God is good.
1: In God. You're so good.
3: Yes, you are, God.
1: God, you're
3: so good. What are you going to believe today? God, you're
1: so good.
3: Are you going to allow the world to define what's happening in your life today? today. Are you going to allow God the Father to be your truth? Oh,
1: God. God you're
3: so good yes you are god
1: oh god you're You're so good oh god you're so good you're so good good. good to. oh let's declare that today that god You're so good. If you have never believed it over yourself, believe it today.
3: That God is pursuing you, He's inviting you, He's given us glimpses of His presence every day. And He's
1: given us the choice to sing I'm blessed. blessed. I am blessed. I am I am saved in Jesus' name, highly favored, anointed, filled with your power for the glory Jesus' name. Anointed, fill with your power for the glory yeah. of Jesus' name. Has
3: today been a good day? Are you yeah. glad you came yeah. to church today? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just give uh, Rachel and Courage and Paige and me. No. <laughs> A round of applause for being brave, for stepping into their calling and speaking the truth. We miss you, Pastor Trevor. We pray for health and healing over your body. Thank you for trusting us and letting us do this and just step into all that God has called us. We love you. We love you, Rad family. We pray blessing over the rest of your, or the beginning, the rest of your week. And we are done. Have a great afternoon.